Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Town, aka the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Wednesday, February 24th. I'm J.E. Skeets rolling this morning with my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. We got the international man of mystery taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. Lee Lee. And last but not least, making the magic happen is JD. Hello. There he is. And here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Like. Comment, subscribe, and share, please. I uh, desperately asked some of you to, come on, we had been slowing down in the uh, subscriptions. Get over there. Give us a sub. And uh, the numbers started ticking up there yesterday. I guess I just got to plead and beg and do stuff like that. So please, oh please, subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, help us get to at least 40,000 and then eventually 50K so Lee can drop a banger like that Funky Town track. Mm. Uh, a Rim With No Net, Lee's country song coming to an ear hole near you. <laughs> Watch um, your ear holes. That's right. Uh, email Bell, your questions and your comments in for the next Beach Steppin' Podcast. We're actually stepping on the beach uh, later this afternoon. It's going to be pushed back a little bit. We usually do it at 3 p.m. Eastern live on YouTube. It'll probably be closer to 3.30 uh, p.m. Eastern today, Wednesday here, live on YouTube, and then we post it as a podcast. But always get your questions in. Email them in nodunks at theathletic.com or tweet them in at nodunksinc. Or leave them in the YouTube comments. Immaculate items always available for sale over at nodunks.com. Go get your uh, No Dunks merch. And finally, mentioned this yesterday, I want to continue to remind you, if you want a shout out from our very own Lee Ellis on Friday's Drop Podcast, all you got to do is go share your favorite No Dunks moment on the Shuffle app. And if you share it, we're going to give you some love on Friday's show. So go get the Shuffle app on at, at the App Store, find No Dunks, our show, and share your favorite moment from this week. You don't have to go in, back in the past. It can be from, uh, obviously, a current show. And just share that, and then you'll hear your name on Friday's Drop Podcast. And we're going to throw a link in the show notes, and I think uh, TK, I know yesterday, even threw it in the chat there for the people. So go check out the uh, Shuffle app and share your favorite No Dunks moment, and you can hear Lee Ellis Say your name and probably add a Y to it. Isn't that right, Lily? That's what you yes. Aussies like to do. Yes. Yes, that's okay. right. Okay, great. Um, fun show. Got some great games on last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some some weird endings, some very entertaining endings. We'll touch on a few of them. I'll tell you right now, we're not going to get to all the games from last night, but Tass did a great job on what you need to know. That is up on YouTube. That is up in your podcast feed. So go watch or listen to that. But before we get to the games, uh, on Tuesday, last night, the NBA unveiled the 14 All-Star Reserves as selected by the coaches. Seven slots per conference. 
divided amongst, you know, two guards, three front court players, two wild card slots. So here are your all-star reserves. And we're going to focus at first on the bottom there if you're joining us in the stream team. The Eastern Conference reserves. You got Jalen Brown and James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and the Vooch. Uh, back on Vooch Island, Nikola Vucevic. So, Trey... You know, you got to do this after these are announced. It's uh, it's the number one question. It gets Twitter a buzz. Who is the biggest snub? Right now, we'll just focus on the Eastern Conference, and then we'll get to the West. Who's the biggest snub in the East? What a great year for snubs, am I right? Mm-hmm. A lot of great cases, especially in the Eastern Conference, as we've been talking about coming up to the announcement yesterday. There's like six players for, it felt like three spots, maybe ten players for four spots, whatever you mm-hmm. want to say. Uh, so, yeah, there were bound to be some snubs because you could make – Cases for so many guys. To me, the biggest shocker, no doubt, is Vucevic getting in as a reserve. The biggest complaint, I think, should come from DeMontis Sabonis, since the Pacers are a winning basketball team, which is pretty rare in the Eastern Conference. But the biggest snub to me is Trey Young, who went from starting the All-Star game to out of the All-Star game in Mm. a year. Mm. In a year where he's a top 10 scorer. He's the only player in the top 10 in scoring who didn't make the game. He's third in the league in assists per game. The numbers he's putting up right now, he's going to be the first all-star in 30 years to be scoring and assisting at the rate he is right now and not make the game. Hmm. The difference, though, is that the Hawks have not lived up to expectations this season as compared to last year, despite the fact that the team is actually probably a little bit better. They've been uh, suffering injuries. They've had players out for the entirety of the season. A lot of the moves they made in the offseason haven't paid off just because those guys haven't really been on the court so I was pretty surprised to see Trey Young not make the game at all, though you can't deny he has been pissing off opposing coaches <laughs> throughout the entirety of the season. Yeah. So when it comes voting time, I guess that kind of plays a factor in things. Obviously, we had the Steve Nash. That's not basketball early in the season when Trey Young was getting all those free throws from stopping short and pulling up and getting somebody to bump him in the back, go to the free throw line. But you also see it in a game like last night where every shot he's making, he's pointing over to the bench saying, hey, I just made a shot in your face. I can see why that would be frustrating for a coach. Yeah, you got a game plan against him, but you also don't necessarily want to honor him come all-star time. I was surprised, though. It's tough to go from starting to out of the game just like that. Crazy. Who are you taking off, though, Trey? That's the classic thing. Mm. If, you, if you name a stub... Vooch. I'm taking right. off Vucevic. Vooch. So yeah. you would either think Sabonis or, of course, Trey Young would be that wild card slot there, uh, and Vooch would not make your team. Right. That's yeah. that's what I would have. That was uh, on my picks. I also... I mean, Ben Simmons was a close call for me. Julius Randle was a, a close call. I think mm-hmm. any of those guys... I would have had Trey Young ahead of Randall and uh, who did I just say here? Ben Simmons as well. But, uh, you know, uh, I guess that's just not the way it went down this year. Yeah, Lee, what do you think with the East here? No Miami Heat players, too. Mm. Now, we didn't think Jimmy was going to make it because he missed all those games. But Bam Adebayo, obviously, uh, of course, not in the mix. And maybe that's a part of the Heat having a bad record, too. Yeah, I think they just got off to a slow start. They just weren't really uh, in the conversation early enough. They've, they've certainly picked it up. But uh, talking about Trey Young being a starter last year and not even making the game, well, three from the East last year who started didn't make their game. Kemba Walker and Pascal Siakam's Oh, now. Right. Kemba's been injured and Pascal just hasn't been good enough. So uh, quite a drop-off for a couple of those players. But, uh, yeah, I, I think personally, I think it's Sabonis. I, I think he's been really uh, a good player on a winning team. And I think mm-hmm. that's really sort of kind of what should trump uh, a couple of these other players when it comes down to splitting decisions like that. I think Vucevic has been a very good player, deserving of his all-star spot. But if it was me, and I know people are going to think there's a, uh, you know, I've got a, a bias against Vuce, I just think Sabonis <laughs> has been better yeah. 
yeah. for a team that's actually winning. And I think that does matter. I think that does count. So, uh, but we talked about it on yesterday's show. There's so many guys in that mix. There was like only really three or four locks, I think, that we all absolutely agreed on. And then you could make such a case for so many people. Tobias Harris had a strong case. His father wasn't happy last night that he didn't uh, get selected. And and he does. He does have a strong case on a winning team. Chris but, Middleton. Chris, oh, well, Chris, not making it. Yeah, Chris Middleton, I think, is another one because earlier in the season, uh, he was absolutely on fire. But then, again, we don't know exactly when they start voting and, and what they consider. And the Bucks did have a pretty cold patch there as well just prior to making the votes. Did that become a factor? I don't know. Does Chris Middleton just kind of get that like, well, we know he's he's a very, very good player, but maybe he's been in there a couple of times. Maybe we overlook him. Uh, you know, you don't really know what the uh, considerations are, but lots of guys had strong cases. I just think Sabonis myself, uh, given, the, given his numbers and given the Pacers record, deserves to be in over someone like Vucevic. Yeah, Mark Spears, I saw, wrote, if there was ever a year an all-star snub could quickly get over not being selected for the NBA all-star game, it's this year <laughs> because of just the weird circumstance. Maybe you do not even want to come down here to Atlanta. That's fine. Uh, I saw Fred Van Vliet, you know, joking about like that. You know, he, he was tongue-in-cheek of sure, for sure. was like, you know, I'm sure he, he wanted to be an all-star, but he's like, I don't care. There's more important things right now, especially this year. But yeah, it's like Van Vliet or Simmons or Trey Young there. And like you guys said, all the bigs, it's like, do you go Vooch or do you go so bonus because he's on the winning team yeah what about bam out of bio are you really holding you know his team's slow start against him his numbers are elite it's tough it's tough i think uh i tweeted it last night i think the celtics after uh, falling below 500 should have to give up one of their spots <laughs> yeah, there should be a new rule implemented you can't have two if you're on a you know a sub 500 team they got to decide jalen brown and uh tatum maybe play like one-on-one to decide who gets to keep their spot i'd watch that and then uh then you give it up to let's say a Sabonis. but yeah very very difficult here a lot of guys left off a lot of people want to expand the rosters um you know there's only the the seven reserves selected people say why not just bump that up to 10 Though, of course, if we've talked about, then we get into debating guys even lower down the list. We would still have a problem. We'd still be debating guys. Uh, so that's never going to go away. But I think, yeah, the Vooch was surprising. I got to be honest. Just because this team isn't good. Mm. that's you know, And his numbers are very, very comparable to your Sabonis and even your Bams and stuff like that. That was the biggest just straight-up shock because he's on a bad team. No fault of his own, really, because uh, he's obviously put up some pretty impressive numbers, especially as of late. But that's who they went with. Okay. Yeah, two-thirds of the Eastern Conference is under 500. So, you know, the coaches like to say they care about winning. It's just impossible to actually care about winning in the Eastern Conference this year because, mm. I mean, yeah, you're right. You think the Orlando Magic, man, they haven't done anything. Their record is not that different than the Bulls, than the Knicks, than the Celtics. You know, they could easily get up to the fourth seed if they win six straight games. Suddenly, you're looking at a home game for the Orlando Magic and their all-star Nick Vucevic. This is the year to not care about winning for all-star picks. I guess Good so. stuff. Yeah, I would also love to see uh, the selections like uh, released. Like, I'd like to know who Steve Nash took. Did he have Trey Young as, on his All Star team? <laughs> well, Probably, yeah. Probably not. Like, doesn't that just add like more intrigue to like, oh, that guy, that particular player is going to be a little more pissed the oh, next time he sees games, him down one? Yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, just like announce it, own your picks. And then let's go from there. I think it adds a little more drama to it, at least. A little more exciting. But, all right. Let's hear from you guys in the stream team. Of course, uh, in the YouTube comments. Tweet at us, too. Your East All-Star snub. And you really do. If you, if you name somebody, 
you got to take somebody off. I think a lot of people will likely be taking off Vucevic, but let's hear. All right, Western Conference. We'll go to you here, Trey. We're just going to show you again. It is, uh, I'll just read it in alphabetical order here, which, uh, yeah, they do have it that way too. Great. Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Zion Williamson. Zion does get in there. We thought he might be an injury replacement for AD, but... Trey? Sorry, sorry. We all went to Trey. I'm, I'm all discombobulated. <laughs> all good, all good. Yeah. Lee, your turn, my mate. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. yeah, who you got as the biggest snub in the West? Well, I, I think this one's fairly obvious. I think it's Devin Booker. Uh, I mm. think he was the one that really has lit up to it. I had LeBron James tweeting about him as well, saying he's the most disrespected player in the league. Wow. Yeah. Simple Huge. as that. <laughs> um, but, you know, and I, and I sort of tried to dig in and see why. And, uh, you know, Chris Paul has been very good. The only real thing I could find for Devin Booker is he started off a little bit slow in December and January. He wasn't shooting all that well from three-point range. He was playing fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after the bubble, I think maybe we were expecting like a, a more immediate start from him and the Suns. And I think uh, that may have come into play because lately he's been on a tear. He's been, mm-hmm. th- th- he was playing the right basketball at the right time yeah. where he was on fire. So uh, how much of that goes into just like, are we going to pick Chris Paul, the veteran, the leader? He deserves to get in there again on that sort of uh, hierarchical vote, if you like. Or do we go with Devin Booker over someone like Chris Paul? So I have, I, I sort of think that the coach has just sort of thought, Devin Booker's probably going to play in this for the next 10 years. This might be Chris Paul's last one. Let's go with Chris Paul. He's made such an impact on the mm. Suns because they hadn't made the playoffs in Devin Booker's career up until this point. They certainly look like they will right now. And uh, as good as Booker's been, I guess they just felt that Chris Paul has been more impactful mm-hmm. and more influential on that team and, and gave Chris Paul the nod. Yeah, doesn't Chris Paul even agree with like what you're saying and uh, what LeBron is saying, basically? It's like, yeah, it probably should have been Booker. Uh, I'm with you. I think that is the most obvious snub. Is there anyone else we're forgetting, Trey, or is it d no. no, that's there, there's zero snubs in the Western Conference. There's a choice you can make between taking Zion Williamson or Brandon Ingram, taking Devin Booker or Chris Paul. But it's hilarious to see LeBron call this call Devin Booker the most disrespected player because he would have been an all star this season if not for Chris Paul going to the Suns. It's 100 percent a legacy vote. We're giving Chris Paul the all star because he's Chris Paul. He's the head of the players' union. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's a lot of the reason that he gets the pick here. But he's been an all-star, so you can't really complain about it. It's like he, uh, Devin Booker really just got squeezed by numbers. Apparently, he's fine with getting the call to be an all-star replacement. So maybe Adam Silver's just like, all right, I got him on speed dial anyways. I'll give him a ring as soon as we make this announcement, and then we can get him here in the game because everybody knows that Devin Booker is going to be the replacement for mm-hmm. Anthony Davis. And oh. that's, that's the thing. You don't think... There's the possibility. That's going to sound crazy. Because you're right. AD is going to be replaced. So we get one more All-Star. It's sort of like a nice uh, little like bonus here, uh, especially for a guy possibly like Booker. But you think it's Devin Booker with a bang, uh, and, and especially he's helped out by LeBron tweeting that. There's no doubt. It's up to the league, though. It's up to you know Commissioner Silver, whoever's deciding there in the league office. Is there no way they could give it to Mike Conley? As you talk about, like, the legacy, like, thank you so much for uh, all these great years of service in this league. You've never made it. Here's one. You're on the best team in the league, sort of by, a, you know, a, a decent amount right now. And, oh, yeah, thanks for playing horse during the summer, Mike Conley. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that really nice setup. Indoor thanks for gym, playing horse. Decent lighting. You know, you were great. 
Um, oh, you, you scratch my back, back. We're going to scratch yours. You know, you're you're in. Sorry, D book, you're out. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Lee, Lee, no way. Or is that is that am I that far? Is that far fetched? Yeah, that's far fetched. Yes. Um, All right. If now, if the I think it should record, be. I think it should be Booker. By the way, I don't even think Mike Conley should be in the conversation. If, oh, come yeah. at me, Jazz fans. Look, if the Suns weren't in the playoffs. Then there's then there's the horse vote consideration, no question about it. But uh, but the Suns the Suns you know have have been very very good recently, yeah. and yeah. I just don't think Adam Silver wants that smoke from the Devin Booker fans because he can deal with the Mike Conley. <laughs> Mike Conley's been snubbed forever. Right. The league office right now doesn't want like you know haters like <laughs> like why are you give the Jazz have already got two. Conley hasn't even been playing lately, like right. you know all that sort of stuff. So uh, it's going to Devin Booker, I believe. He'll be the first time, uh, first two-time replacement All Star uh, oh, ever, I believe. Like, like for his only All Star appearances too. Oh, huh. I, I would I think, think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, to, uh, yeah, because these will be his, his only two as of now, and they're yes, both for now. will likely be uh, injury replacements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, uh, just throwing it out there. You know, hey, look, I'm not wrong, right? He had the best setup. He put in the he, great setup. He, it great seemed like gym, he took it yeah. the most serious. Yeah, he, you know, he did them a favor. He didn't need to do that. So maybe Silver, uh, thanks him. Yeah, Man, I think two, two phrases right there that are going to stick in my head for the rest of the day. <laughs> Horse vote. <laughs> Very funny to begin with. Horse vote. Number two, Lee saying, Adam Silver doesn't want that smoke. <laughs> Come on. Adam Silver doesn't want that smoke. From the man not. who said, do not wear a chain on the court with me. I've broken so many chains. This guy's ferocious. Really well, I mean, I'm sure you guys saw it. The Suns fans last night were just ready to kill people. They just wanted to burn the whole world down last night. So... If Adam Silver was to come in and just say, sorry, you're only getting one and the Jazz are getting three and Booker's are going to stay on the sidelines, it's just, oh my God. And then if Silver said, and we're only going with Mike Conley because he played horse during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he throws in a giddy up Mike Conley or something. <laughs> Just to taunt the Suns fan. Maybe that's maybe that's what Adam Silver wants. He's like, instead, all right, I'm just going to go all in and lean into the bit here and see right. how enraged I can get the Suns fans. Uh, maybe Silver will just get really crazy and just announce a third all-star team. Because we got mm. 12 guys. We could easily just put together another team. We can do some, uh, you know, uh, subs on the fly here or teams like a little battle, a little mini tournament or something like that. Because you'd have starters Trey Young, <laughs> Devin Booker, Middleton, Sabonis, and Bam as your cool. starters. I know. Really good. And then reserves would probably be, and I'm going to have some snubs here still, don't, don't get me wrong, <laughs> Tobias Harris, Brandon Ingram, Fox, Van Vliet, DeMar DeRozan, Shea Gildas-Alexander, and then your boy Gordon Hayward. I even threw him in there. Yes, of course, I knew he'd get in. Of course, like Conley, Clarkson, there's, and you could just go on and on. There's so many, so much talent in this league right now. It's where's Jeremy Grant? Come on, yeah, man. Where's yeah. Jeremy Grant? <laughs> I know, man. See? See? Exactly. That's what happens here. Okay. So can we agree, though, that Devin Booker will be... Um, AD's replacement. It sounds like we're all agreeing that that will, 100%. That will be done. Okay. Because I want to get that um, you know, locked in. Because what we're going to do here is we're going to do our own NBA All-Star mock draft. Mm. All right. They're doing this on Thursday. Um, uh, not, not, excuse me, not tomorrow, but a week from uh, tomorrow. LeBron and Durant will make their picks without regard to a player's conference, affiliation, or position. So each captain is going to draft 11 players to uh, complete their 12-player roster. The eight players, these are the rules here, guys. The eight players, who along with the two captains, are the starters. They'll be drafted in the first round. And then the 14 players who are the reserves are drafted in the second round. LeBron gets the uh, number one uh, pick in the first round, in the starters round, because he was the top overall vote-getter. And then Durant gets the first pick in the second round with the reserves. So, here's what we're going to do. LeBron is now Lee Ellis. All right? Team Lee. Okay? (laughs) 
KD, TK. It works. All right. Good enough for me. So, Lee, you're LeBron. Okay. Trey, you're Kevin Durant. Um, and we're going to start with the starters, of course. That's the pool you've got to pick from. You see it on the left of your screen if you're joining us on the stream team. So this is exciting. Uh, Lee, you get the first pick as LeBron. Where are you going? Who are you taking? Oh, I'm going with my main man, real deal, Bill. Come on down, Whoa! Bradley. Goodness, <laughs> taking the overall scorer, leading scorer. Wow. I love it. So, wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, Brad. All right. Hey, it's your, it's you didn't your... see that swerve coming, did you, no, boys? I, I, yeah. I, 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 I think, think he was going to be there with your next pick. I, I think, think so. so too, but I just didn't want Trey playing any funny buggers here. So I thought, I'll just, I'll just take Beely off there. Because okay. he also gets the first pick in the second round. And I thought, he might get Beal and Levine. And then I'll just be like devastated. So, oh, okay. you know. He's thinking ahead. All right. Well, there's some uh, good names still on the board. Uh, there, uh, KD, who do you want? Am I going, am I going two picks? here is this serpentine no i don't think they no, do I it actually like that yeah. it's just you go and then lee goes again yeah. or lebron would go again yeah. all right in that case give me stephen curry okay mm. okay my first pick reuniting kevin durant and steph curry at the all-star game exciting all right. times all right excuse my little clickety clack in here if you're <laughs> be doing that because i'm typing these down i want to get the uh, full teams okay um lebron lily you're up next uh, I'm sticking with some backcourt help. I'm going with a man of the hour, Luca Dungeon. Oh, okay, yes, okay. I can't believe Luca falling to you and with your second pick. That's nice. Okay, so wow, everybody's going guards right now. Guard heavy here. Uh, you're up, KD, TK. Uh, just quickly, I will say my prediction, LeBron takes Luca first overall. That okay. will be my prediction for coming for the actual draft. Okay. LeBron loves that guy. Yeah. Which is he was wearing LeBron shoes. Okay, so for my second round pick, who do I want? Like you're saying, Skeets, we're going guard heavy here. I'm going to change it up. Need a presence inside. We're running a lot of post-ups in this All-Star game. <laughs> Give me Joel Embiid. Oh, wow. Didn't see that. All right. So Yeah, I want the defense. Need All that right, defense. So Katie sticking with uh, an Eastern Conference guy there in this uh, instance for TK. Okay, he's off the board. We got four guys left. Kyrie, Kawhi, the Joker, and Giannis. Man, uh, two-time MVP still there. Where are you going there? Uh, I'm going with my other man that I love watching the sexy big man, Nikolai Jokic. Okay, gets his big guy. Joker for LeBron. Ooh, wow. Both underrated passers, can we say that? I don't know. <laughs> Is that possible? Uh, all right, Kyrie, Kawhi, and Giannis left. Where are you going, Katie? Wow. Wow. Some great choices here. Yeah. The two-time reigning MVP. Is he falling <laughs> to the eighth pick in the starters portion of the draft? It could be right now. I'm looking at my team. I'm looking at Lee's team saying, how are we going to stop those guys? Mm. I need a stopper. Oh, Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. I need a stopper and I need some 15-footers. The stuff hey. you want to see in an all-star game. Hey, Kawhi Leonard, the reigning all-star game MVP. Hey. Don't, don't, don't you forget it. Um, okay. I can't believe KD, uh, you know, TK, turning down his own teammate in Kyrie Irving. Could this ruin the Brooklyn Nets season? Could this derail it? It's possible. But Lee, uh, you could still pick Giannis or Kyrie. I mean, you got uh, already, already have two guards on your team, but where are you going? Uh, it's an all-star game. We want highlights. A uh, few players light up the highlight reel like Kyrie Irving. Come oh. on down, Kay. Okay, Kyrie, and that automatically puts Giannis with Kevin Durant. All right, okay. I'll take him. Okay, take so him. now it's going to get very interesting here. We're into the reserves. KD, 
you get the first pick. Now, remember, Devin Booker is replacing Anthony Davis. We're just going to okay, pretend okay. 80's not nice. there. Okay. Go ahead. Well, unfortunately, I got to pull a Lee Ellis here. <laughs> Homer! <laughs> Give me Zach Levine. That's a reach. That's a reach. The Bulls are back. I'm taking them. Okay. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, uh, you're up there, LeBron. Where are you going? I can't believe that uh, as a kid, I dreamed of seeing an Australian in the NBA, and now it's becoming a staple of picking Melbourne-born boys back-to-back. Oh, come on down, Ben Simmons. Oh, man. Okay. He's got a lot of guards there, uh, LeBron. Love surrounding himself. Big guards, though. They're big guards. They are big guards. Okay, back to uh, Kevin Durant. Trey Kirby, where are you going? Okay, back to Kevin Durant. Back to picking a player who is good. Yeah. <laughs> is an MVP candidate. James Harden. He's just sitting right there. Kevin Durant's oh, teammate. Let me have go. him. So, yeah, that hurts. Kyrie uh, left on the outside of this mm. of this draft, uh, at least with that team, with KD's team. Okay, LeBron. Uh, you know, if it gets close, there's one man who I guarantee you're going to want to have on the floor. It's the six-time All-Star from the Portland Trailblazers, mm. Damian oh, Lillard. Wow. That's good. Okay, so he's not starting the game, but you think he's closing it. Ooh, he's he going to sure finish it. Is. Okay, okay. Uh, back to Katie. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Uh, you know, Lee is stocking up on big guards. I'm stocking up on the biggest guard. Give me Zion Williamson. Ooh, it's a reach, nice. but I'm bringing the beef off the bench. James Harden and Zion Williamson, the widest all-stars in history. I love it. All right, all right. Put them down on your team. This is Look at your nice uh, reserves there for uh, KD so far. Zach Levine, James Harden, and Zion Williamson. Okay, LeBron, you got Simmons and Lillard so far. Who else? Uh, okay, let me go with... Uh, who's got, I can't wait to see who goes last. I'm trying yeah. to like decide. I think it's going to be Vooch, but uh, yep. Yep, uh, probably. Give me, uh, give me another foreign borner. I'm going with the uh, big Frenchman, Rudy. Oh. I want to keep this. I want to keep the internationals <laughs> yeah. together. Oh, that, was, <laughs> yes. that was an early reach on that one. I think he would have been there for you. Okay, so you are building a... Yeah, you want to see what a lot of people want, like the Team USA exactly. versus uh, exactly. the international players okay back to uh kd all right uh we're looking good here i'm liking the looks of this team there's a lot of guards left over right now a lot of guards making mm-hmm. this game give me somebody out on the wing <laughs> remember there is devin booker I just there is devin remember. booker yeah. there is devin booker but i'm looking at a couple of beantown boys here i don't know which one to go with oh wow Jalen or Jason? I'm going with Jason. I'm going with Jason Tatum here. I'm more of a Jalen Brown fan, but I think I need that catch-and-shoot jumper that Jason Tatum has. Okay. LeBron, where are you going, man? Uh, Is there any international? You got Vooch there. You want an international player again? Yeah. No, (laughs) I'll pass on Vooch on this occasion. Uh, But Tatum's off the board. I will take Jalen Brown next. I think uh, that's what we want to see. These two, the Beantown boys, go at each other maybe in this one. I agree. I agree. I like that. Way to, way to play for the crowd there. Um, back to back to KD. All right. If you want to play to the crowd, Lee, <laughs> let's play to the crowd. Give me Donovan Mitchell. Ooh. He's going to be on my team dunking on your Rudy Gobert. <laughs> oh, nice. Dunking nice. on his face. I can see the moment now. I can see the top shot now that I'll eventually be mm-hmm. uh, bidding on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. No, we're running out of guys here. Uh, if I've got this right, all that's left is... Julius Randle and uh, Vooch in the East, yeah. and Devin Booker, Paul George, and Chris Paul in the West. 
Oh, okay. Well, uh, give me. Uh, I'll take Chris Paul. Actually, I can't believe Chris Paul's so low on the uh, on the picks. The disrespect for yeah. Paul George. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's being snubbed? Who's being snubbed in the picks? This is rough for, for him. Yeah, I would say Paul George is being snubbed. I mean, I guess Booker's still there, though he was an injury replacement. Okay, four guys are left: Randall, Vooch, Booker, and George. This is your second last pick, KD slash TK. Well, you know I'm a big Paul George fan this year, Skeets. <laughs> Gotta be my guy. Uniting him with Kawhi Leonard, the reigning MVP. We got two Clippers. What could go wrong? Okay. Okay. He's off. So That's only good. that that leaves Booker just left in the West. Randall and Vooch, where are you going? Uh, well, I, you know, I just figured I'm going to end up with Vucevic here. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, so. just realized that. So, uh, uh, give me, uh, I've got Chris Paul. We don't want the teammates together. So I'll take Julius Randall. Wow. What? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Randall. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, on Lee's team. I can't wait to read these teams back. And then that leaves, I assume you are taking Devin Booker, KD? Book it. Wow, that what I can't believe he's going second last year. He should be like eight picks higher, in my opinion. All right, and that leaves you, Lily, with your favorite player, <laughs> Vooch. You are literally on Vooch Island. <laughs> <laughs> Just you two. Yeah. Okay. So that Bama, is uh, that is our uh, 2021 NBA All Star Game mock draft. Uh, I will read you the teams, and then I will, we'll get a poll up. But in the stream team right now, let us know if your team Lily or Team TK. This is Lily slash LeBron's team. Bradley Beal with the number one pick. I mean, wow, with a bang. Luka Doncic, the Joker, and Kyrie Irving. Then your reserves are Ben Simmons, Damian Lillard, Rudy Gobert, Jalen Brown, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, and Nikola Vucevic. Team TK, Team Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, reunited and it feels so good, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, and Giannis. Uh, going last in the starters selections in the first round. Then, oh, TK, he's he's loving the Bulls. The Bulls are back. He goes Zach Levine, <laughs> James Harden, Zion Williamson, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George, and then Devin Booker uh, because we're saying he replaces Anthony Davis. How you feel about your team there, Lee? Oh. Great, great. Yeah. You know, um, you're allowed to do trades too, aren't you, uh, these days? I, I should have said that off the yeah. top. I, uh, that was already very confusing for me, trying to just keep track of everything. Yeah. I, I'm actually pretty proud of how that went. But yes, you are allowed to do trades. Is there something you would like to offer to uh, Kevin Durant uh, over here? Well, what about um, Vucevic for Kevin Durant? No, no, I'm out of the joke. For yourself. No, I'm just seeing if I can somehow maybe pluck uh, Giannis or Joel Embiid there for... Uh, what about Jalen Brown for one of those guys? One of those guys. <laughs> Uh, sorry, mate. You made your bed with the starters when you picked Bradley Beal first. Uh, yeah. uh, Lee, right, fire up right. the train machine. See what you can figure out here in the next five minutes. Okay, and uh, yeah, uh, Kevin Durant, Mr. TK, how you feeling about your team? Uh, this is a smash job, Skeets. Mm. This is an easy win. <laughs> Let's hear from the people. Let us know in the stream team. Again, we'll eventually get the poll up. Uh, which team would prevail in the All-Star game? Lee's LeBron-led team or uh, TK's Durant-led team. All right, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Not as fun, uh, JD, as the time we did it with the uh, the kids in the studio as the starters, but uh, nah. a close second, I assume, right, JD? Mm-hmm. <laughs> distant second, but yes, second Distant second. Okay, well, these guys, uh, they put a lot of work into their picks there. All right, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Um, so some of last night's games, uh, again, there were a lot on. We're not going to gonna get to the, all of them. But the one we got to touch on, Luka Doncic, looking like Lee Ellison shades last night. You know that <laughs> gif where they drop down on his face where he's in the pool? Cool you know stylish. Uh, yeah, the dunk hits the last second three to lift the Mavericks over the Celtics, 110-107. Lee, you must have been going crazy. Did you clip that one, like World Wide Wob? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah it's funny because, um, you know, I've been caught in the moment a few times this season, like the day after a big night, I say, oh, this was maybe game of the year, you know, last mm-hmm. night. This one, while close and an incredible finish, wasn't actually a great game to watch. It was a little bit sluggish, a little bit heavy, but it was close. And on a night well, the Celtics this- were down, like, what? 10 or 11 well so it was basically it was basically no more than five points until about four minutes to go Mm -hmm. when the Mavericks on a Jalen Brunson three put it out to 12 and that's when I'm like okay it's done and so you can start especially again like I say on a big night last night you you try to focus on one and then it's like I can move on and then I I I flick back and Kimball Walker hits a three gets a four point play Tatum hits a three and then Jalen Brown actually puts the uh Maverick uh, the Celtics Celtics. up with about 40 seconds to go and then Luca just hits two of the most spectacular uh, clutch three-pointers we've seen all season long. Puts them back up and then uh, comes back down. Uh, the scores are tied and uh, hits the incredible step back three. And it was just one of those moments. Now, I, I, I tweeted it out and then I said, I tweeted myself and I said, dibs on top shot. Now, uh, this is one of those things. Does it, does that make sense to you guys if I say dibs on top shot? Um, well, no. no. But it makes no. perfect sense for you to say it. Yeah, yeah, so I guess I should have said, you know, calling dibs on top shot. Dibs I'm, is sort of, you know, it's like... I, I got to be honest, I'm already over the top shot jokes on Twitter. Like, it took like three days of like... You're the big hot shot top boy, though. I, I know, I mean, man, but there are... It's everybody is doing it. Like, I swear to God, I don't know. Maybe it's just all the people I'm following are all making the same... Yeah, you know, top wow. shot joke of I want that moment or some weird random moment. It's fine. It's you know, it's uh, everybody's talking about it. It makes sense. I, everybody's making yeah. that joke. But I yeah. thought you'd appreciate it because I'm not really a top shot boy. But you know, I understand that it's uh, it's 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 the in vogue thing, right? You're now. very close to a top shot hot boy when you put those sunnies on. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. Looking right? hot. So uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys know that, but when will we be able to get that top shot moment? Do you know? I mean. Well, that's that's the thing. We you, first off, we have no idea if we'll ever see that moment. We probably oh. will. We probably will. But yeah, it's not. They're not flipping these around that quickly. Right. Uh, you got to watch right. the Top Show Hub Boys. We talked about. Yeah. It, right? Well, you had a you had a few problems there yesterday. I was trying to No, we we did it. We did it. They did. Yeah, the Hot Boys aren't in beta. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So this game, the last three or four minutes is actually incredible. Uh, the first forty or so, honestly, not that not that good. A bit, a bit of a sloppy game, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I watched the whole thing. You're, just yeah, the game. Wrong. Just the yeah. game. It yeah. was. It was. It was just the game. It was a bit of a grind, and the Celtics. You can tell right now they're just out of sync. They they desperately, desperately need 
a convincing victory. Mm-hmm. It looked like they were going to do enough last night to win this one, but uh, Luca at the end there, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, just incredible. To do it once, sure, wild. To do it that second time, though, uh, it was just incredible. Now, you may have seen Chris Tapps Porzingis on the bench there last night in the uh, in, in the face mask. Uh, just before the game, a bit of a uh, bit of gossip going around the internet that Chris Tapps on, I believe it was uh, not his own Instagram, but someone else's that he was just outside enjoying the sun. So, uh, you know, I, I just I think this, okay. the, the the thing is, I think there is. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Porzingis is, is not with the Mavericks at the end of this season. I just well, Cuban, feel... Cuban shot it down. He said, what are you guys talking about? So he basically confirmed they've been talking to other teams then by shooting it down. Yeah, that, that's you. that's what happens there. So uh, anyway, Luca, yeah, it, it doesn't, you know, he, he's been he's been fantastic this season, but he hasn't had sort of a moments like that uh, really. Like to do two in the last 30 oh. seconds is incredible. Also, uh, make anybody else beat you, Celtics. Let's go, man. Well, to be fair, though. I don't care. Let Brunson, let Josh Richardson, let yeah, but, Tim uh, anybody. On the second one, though, it felt like there was, you know, two or three guys. I'd have to look oh, at them. Oh, yeah, yeah, they got, yeah, yeah. people get, kept getting switched up on yeah. them, but they just stayed one-on-one. Just one you know, second guy up. So, uh, what an incredible shot. Great, great finish no, for the match. Great for Luca. Yeah. yeah, I will say I saw a couple of people tweeting this, too, and I'm totally on board. Get the f*** out of here with this .1 second crap. All right? Whoever's on the whoever's on the clock, let it go, man. Buzzer beater. It's way more fun. I hate this point one. So we can put Taco Fall in, and they can throw it to him, and he can get it, and like take a jumper, like from three feet, turn around. I, I just like, come on, be a little looser with the clock. When we're talking point ones here, get out of here, man. You're not hitting a three on the other end. We're talking let point ones here, ridiculous. Yeah, no, I'm on board with that. I saw a couple of people tweeting that. I, I'm totally on board with that. It kills the drama like a, a tiny, tiny bit. It's like, come on. Buzzer beater walk off. Let's go home. But uh, no, we got to put point one back wow. on. Get Taco in there. What are we going to do? Let Taco tip it from the three-point line and then you can't catch it. There was uh, a couple of delayed reviews too late in this oh, yeah. one as well. Oh, man. I'm glad Luca sort of made us forget all about all that. So anyway, move on. Next game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Anything to add to that right. game? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would just say I love the game within the game. Seeing how Luca got his two shots uh, to knock him down. It was not the same as when Damian Lillard did it against the Bulls, and it was just random scrambles out there. He ends up with the ball, and of course, it's money. Luka was using the Celtics' defense against them. That first three, it was basically a zone. He got picked up up top by Jalen Brown, but he keeps coming to the right, gets the mismatch with Daniel Tice, drops it over him from way deep. I think uh, Rick Carlisle said he thought that was the tougher shot than the game winner. Hmm which is kind of crazy, but the game winner was going left. So I guess that's more Luca's preferred hand for shooting. But on that second one, once again, Jalen Brown is matched up with him, but Luca sees it's a switching defense. He gets the mismatch with Aaron Neesmith, a rookie who was too small to be guarding Luca. pops the jumper right in his face. That's the game within the game right there. Two different defenses and he beat them two different ways. Great stuff. Yeah, it was. It, you're right, Lee. It wasn't the greatest game for the first 40, 45 minutes, whatever, something like that. But it got very, very exciting when the Celtics just went on this crazy run. Celtics need a victory too, mm. like you said. Like they're, uh, you know, they're reeling right now. This is for the for the Beantown boys. This is not good. Uh, and the Mavericks have gotten it going here, especially with no Porzingis, no Maxi Kleber again. Um, Jalen Brunson, I thought played 
he played really well until some some weird things were happening at the end with him. I thought he made a, a couple suspect uh, decisions, but otherwise, I, I really like his game. We talked him up yesterday, and that's a good victory. He Luca hit the big shots, but he got some help there last night from some of those other guys, which is obviously not key. from Tim Hardaway Jr. There going oh for eight from deep. no, no, no. Hey, look, you're, you know you're, he's uh, he's a wild card. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a wild card, man. He's gonna go seven for eight from three or oh for eight. That's just the way it is, man. Hold on for the ride. All right, this other game I wanted to slip in here. The Cavaliers. Yeah, what, what? I thought you guys were done talking about the Cavaliers. Well, they snapped a 10-game slide, which was the longest in the NBA this season, by beating the Hawks. Ka-ka! 112-111. And Trey, this was a weird ending. Again, there were a lot of weird endings last night, but this one uh, maybe uh, takes the cake, right? Yes, very weird. A tough night for the Hawks all around. We talked about Trey Young getting snubbed. Then they went out and lost to a team on a league-worst 10-game slide. Who were missing so many guys that the Hawks got beat by Dean Wade and Lamar Stevens. Who? <laughs> Whoa, baby. 29 points for Colin Sexton. That's nice. He's had a great season. The Cavs bench, though, outscored the Hawks 40-25. to 25. And like you're saying, Skeets, some really bad stuff from Atlanta. The defensive possessions, no plan, no effort. I thought none were was more indicative than that last play where Lamar Stevens gets the dunk down the lane. Solomon Hill traps for literally no reason. Just traps trying to get the ball out of, I think it must have been Sexton's hands. So there's nobody on Stevens. Trey Young slides over to pick him up, kind of. He just blows by. Danilo Gallinari does not help. Clint Capella does not help because he's sitting on the bench because he was subbed out earlier. Mm. So Lamar Stevens gets a wide open dunk down the middle of the lane to win the game. Lloyd Pierce had challenged a clear foul call about a minute and a half beforehand. They have, The Hawks therefore have no timeouts, so they couldn't stop a clock to run a play. It's a mad scramble. Trey Young kicks the ball to Tony Snow in the corner with no time left. Yeah. Can't even get a shot up. Ugh. The attention to detail is just lacking too much for the Hawks right now. They're not good enough to overcome that many mental mistakes. That's their 10th loss this season after leading in the fourth quarter. Shout out to Chris Kirshner of The Athletic for that one. He also mentioned Hawks are 0-8 in games decided by six points or fewer. Ugh. Too much mistakes down the stretch. And that has been the case for the Hawks the entirety of the season. They got to play it perfect right now. They don't have all of their guys, and they're not a good enough team to be able to overcome this many mistakes. Yeah, a couple things. Uh, first off, dibs on Lamar Stevens' top shot. Uh, <laughs> all right, I just want to make dibs. that clear. I think that's how it works. I just say I just say dibs, and I get it first, right? Uh, they just send it to me. Uh, the other thing is, Hawks are lucky they're in the Eastern Conference. What I mean by that is, uh, as we've talked about a number of times over the last couple of weeks here. Everybody's in the playoff race, right? Like, everybody's still in the mix. Hell, you're still in, like, uh, the, the race for home court advantage in the Eastern Conference with sort of just how uh, average a lot of teams are. Because they're in the West, and you just gave all those stats, Lee, or excuse me, Trey, about the Hawks losing all these close games, not being able to pull out these tight ones. Well, that was pretty eerie similar to what was going on with Ryan Saunders and the Timberwolves, right? Uh, and I just bring that up wondering if Lloyd Pierce's, you know, uh, coaching job is in jeopardy at all. Probably not, again, because they're in the East. But I don't know who's at the top of the leaderboard for the next coach to likely be fired, Lee. Is it Luke Walton? Back to him? Because the Kings are uh, sort of back to being the Kangs. Is it Lloyd Pierce? Uh, Not living up to expectations right now. We know that ownership wants that team in the playoffs. And they believe they have a a good enough team that should be uh, vying for a spot. And again, they may be still there. Is it, um, you know, Scott Brooks? Scotty Brooks there with the Wizards, though they're on a win streak. Is there anyone else I'm forgetting? Like... 
what do you think about you know Pierce seeing this out? And he's obviously, I think, uh, well respected, of course, in that organization. But these are disappointing losses mounting up here. And at a certain point, you start going, well, come on, we're we're in these games. And Trey said it like the attention to detail is not there in a lot of them. That's yeah. That's players for sure, but it's also uh, has to come a little bit on the coaching staff, I think. Yeah, because he's not in his first season either, Lloyd no. Pierce. Uh, now, the, the Hawks right now are 11th with 13 wins. The Pacers are 4th with 15 wins. That's what so, I mean. He's probably fine. <clears throat> he's probably fine. Well, I mean, but you could also go the other way and say, I mean, if they don't start putting them together very soon, you know, how, how much further can they go down before the team does decide to make a change? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah, this this is certainly not going the way the Hawks uh, hoped at the start of the season when they well, I think they were at four and one at one point. Uh, they've really dropped off, and you know a loss to a team like the Cavs, who uh, were on a ten game losing streak, and the way that they lost that, as you guys have mentioned, there, I mean, an uncontested dunk down the lane is is uh, that's the sort of thing that can actually be a coach killer. It's like the team is you're just not communicating well enough whatever the message is defensively it's not getting through because you shouldn't be losing uh to the Cavs right now so and, and you had burned a timeout on a challenge and you don't even get a sure. shot off like Trey said I mean there's yeah, a lot I mean, of things going on there and you're losing the guys named Dean Wade and Lamar Stevens that's the yeah other yeah um I mean yeah the, the the challenge okay you know we know that they can go they they can go either way um mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I Lloyd, it's uh, oh man, they, they've if they don't make the playoffs, he's gone. I think for sure mm. this season. Um, uh, but that 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 is, I guess, a good thing. There's there. I mean, they're basically one. I mean, they're one and a half games back right now of the Bulls mm-hmm. and the Knicks. So they, they they're certainly not out of reach. But uh, it's just these bad, you know, losses to bad teams that really can hurt you in the long run. Yep, and I mean, it's Nate McMillan right there beside him, right? I mean. He could be slotted in. He could be given yeah. the reins. And, uh, you know, he's. we know he's had success as a coach too. Maybe he gets uh, something out of these guys. But rough right now for Hawks fans. This, yeah, this season looks so promising. Uh, the off season, all the additions, right? We're getting all excited. They're going to go to the next level. And uh, got off to a great start. And then it is plummeted. I mean, you can't be losing to the Cavs like this in epic fashion. Brutal. Go watch the highlights if you don't know what we're talking about. Like, it was a wide open dunk. I mean, yeah, I think I Lamar Stevens was yeah. confused. Like he was, yeah. like he was, like was a whistle blown. Like, what, why is nobody moving? Why am I getting a wide open dunk here? Like uh, Gallinari comes over to start helping and then gets out of the way I know. for the dunk. It's a uh, wild stuff, but it's all good for the Hawks. They'll be good next season. They're the Bulls right now. That's exactly mm. what happened coming into last season. Remember, they made all those moves. They brought in Thomas Sadoransky. They brought in Thaddeus Young. Mm. We thought Zach Levine was taking the next step last season. They just couldn't make it happen. They kept yeah. losing these close games. They were a team that suddenly had expectations that despite having zero clue how to win, you, you miss a couple of, of players with injuries, just like uh, the Hawks are having this season. John Collins went out last night, and it just throws your team into disarray, and that can really submarine an entire season. Mm-hmm. Things changed for the Bulls once they got a new coach. Yeah, That's I was the say. question. So, yeah, yeah I think well I'm with Pierce. Lee on this one, that if the Hawks don't make the playoffs this year, Probably a new head guy in Atlanta. I think so because again, if I, I like, I, I'm not making this up, right? I feel like ownership straight out said our goal is to make the playoffs. Like that's I think Lloyd Pierce should. said his goal is to make the sure. playoffs okay. before even talking with it, uh, ownership about. It. Okay, uh, yeah, tough loss, good win there for the Cavs though, uh, stopping the streak. Final one, guys. Jokic scores 41 as the Nuggets beat the Blazers 111 106. I wanted to note this from this game, uh, which which was entertaining. Um, you know, Jamal Murray going off late. We had a couple highlights uh, from this one. One I'm going to ask you about in a second, Lily. But 
Monday uh, was like, so earlier this week, marked the 10th anniversary of Denver trading Carmelo Anthony to the New York Knicks. And one of the assets that the Nuggets received was a first round draft pick, which they used to select Jamal Murray, seventh overall in 2016. So we had both those guys in this game. And it was funny because Melo was really special in the second quarter of this one. He hit six of eight shots, a couple threes. He had 16 of his 19 uh, first half points in that period. And then Jamal Murray, celebrating his 24th birthday um, yesterday, scored 19 of his 24 in the fourth quarter, helping Jokic, who did all the heavy lifting for you know for a good majority of the game, uh, in the end and pushing them over to the victory. So I thought that was just a cool little note, that whole trade. Remember, like that was, I don't know, that feels like way longer than a decade ago oh, man, to yeah. me that Melo was traded from the Nuggets to the Knicks. Holy, but only 10 years, and uh, yeah, they ended up getting Jamal Murray, Kitchener's finest out it, and so far so good. He's gotten it going here. He's picking his spots a little bit, Lele, and that was a good victory for Denver. Tough one for the Blazers, but better play from this game, Lele. Will Barton's baseline dunk, or your boy, Campazzo's <laughs> no-look wraparound dime to the, uh, to the corner there. Which one? I mean, I'm setting you up here, but... Go Dibs ahead, say on his top name. shot. Dibs on top Dibs shot. On on Dibs on top shot. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's funny though with Fakuyu because you uh, you can't really see it in real time. You have to see the replays. A little mm-hmm. bit like that one against the Lakers last week, where you know Kuzma it sort of zips past him. This time he sort of flips it behind him, but. Yeah, the real-time camera angle is like you don't. You almost looks like he loses possession of the ball, uh, but he fires it out there and knocks it in. And uh, it's great when I wake up in the morning and I just get so many DMs on like uh, Instagram and, and like through my Twitter feed as well. People say your boy, your boy, and I'm like, great, I'm I'm connected now to fucking Castle. I love it. I love it so much. And the NBA's already compiled a list of his top dimes from the season. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's great. I just, uh, I just love watching him play so much. He's so much fun. He had another. Well, yeah, it didn't really, it didn't actually lead to a basket last night, but another one of his rifle passes, sort of from the top of the uh, yep. outside the three point line. There, he did that earlier in the week against the Hawks as well. He's so much fun to watch. I, I just love watching him uh, perform and these little tricks and that. They're great. I mean, uh, can we get Compazzo in the skills challenge? I'd watch it if he's yeah. in there. <laughs> Why not? Do yeah. It. Yeah, I'm impressed though. The guy Maybe. is playing. He's still playing. He's playing actual crunch minutes. Like he has put together a better highlight tape in two months of this season than Milos Teodosic did. You know, that was the yeah. last guy who was hyped as a super passer who's gonna be dropping highlights all the time. Shout out to Mike Malone actually going with. Uh, I mean, Composo's small. Like he looks oh, very yeah. small compared to everybody else out there. But Mike Malone's happy to run him out and. We're happy to see the highlights from it. Oh, my God, yeah. And again, in a victory, um, unfortunately, the Blazers have dropped three straight now after a six-game winning streak. So you have Portland 18-13 and 13 and Denver 17-14, and 14, just if uh, you're keeping track there here. Uh, two of those teams obviously have uh, plans to go far into the uh, postseason. Blazers obviously hurt right now with injuries, but they should be getting guys back. So if Lillard can keep them above water here, then they'll be looking good. And the Nuggets are, you know, slowly sort of getting it going here. I think uh, they got a couple of victories. Um, maybe have a little bit of a winning streak going here now. I don't know if you have that in front of you. Lately, it's but... actually, no, they don't have a streak going because they lost their game. Did they won three or four or something like that? Yeah, they, yeah, they, okay. yeah, yeah. They, they lost their last game actually, uh, where is it here? To the Hawks. Yeah, they lost in Atlanta. Was their last game? Yeah, it feels, it feels like they played another game before uh, since then. But yeah, uh, no, actually they've lost three or five. Oh, okay, so they had a losing streak going too. There you go. <laughs> All they ever need, though, the Nuggets is the second guy. That's the thing. Jokic is falling out of control this season. He said he's done overthinking things. He just goes out there and scores and shoots the ball when he needs to and is playing thoughtless basketball, and it's obviously working. But once you see 
uh, Jamal Murray go for 19 in the fourth quarter. It, it, it's awesome to see. It's great. And the Nuggets look great. But it's also so frustrating because you're like, Jamal Murray, man, we saw you put up 50 mm-hmm. night after night in the playoffs. But you'll also go night after night putting up 15 points a game and mm-hmm. six assists. Like, we know it's there. The reliability has got to increase. Like, the yep. Nuggets should be a top four team in the Western Conference this season, especially with the way Jokic is playing, especially with the talent that Murray has. I just got to be a little bit more consistent. He should have been a snub yesterday. I mean, he should have been mm-hmm. in that right, conversation, right. but he was nowhere near it this no. season. Um, and uh, I think I said before the season, he was my like first time all-star. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started off slowly. He's also, as you guys mentioned there, up and down, a bit inconsistent, but at his best, I mean, he should be a, an all-star reserve lock for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a, I don't want to make excuses for him. I think uh, you even saw him there last night. There's, he's got some injuries, uh, for sure. I don't know how much that slowed him. And it must just be sort of difficult. Not difficult, but it is weird. Like, everything goes through Jokic. Like, everything. And as it should. It totally should. But I wonder if that makes it a little more difficult for a guy like, like Murray's a shooting guard, but he's also sort of their point guard too, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you don't have the ball in your hands. You got to do other stuff. And he can. We know he can because we saw them work in incredible two-man game of course in the playoffs uh in a couple series last year but yeah trying to find his spots or getting his groove or just make it consistent is his uh issue but you're right lee his name did his name was one of the rare names didn't come up in like oh snub 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 like not at all because he wasn't deserving this year for sure all right gotta take one more break here uh to hear from our sponsors and then we'll get to tweet of the night looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I gotta get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. That's a great point, because at first you'd think it is like cheating in a way. Yeah. You're right. Like, here, I just I just wrote this all down. You do the work, computer. Right. Uh, you do the work, Grammarly, but... If you're actually using it correctly, you're actually you're absorbing that information. You're seeing what they're highlighting and, and words they're recommending and stuff like that. You're actually taking that in. So it's yeah. the opposite. You're actually probably learning more than you and I, because even I'm a little younger than you, but I had a typewriter, JD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I had one. It was like next level where I could like... I could go back and white out words, Ooh. like spelling Ooh. mistakes, but it was Fancy. a pain in the 
ass. Was man. it yeah. uh, was it electric? Yeah. Yeah. yeah see. But it was a nightmare. It never worked. Like it he's <laughs> like just white you know, the whiteout all over the paper. Oh just my a God. mess. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> what about changing the ink in one oh, of those super yeah. old oh. ones, JD? Oh my God. That was like, you know, like pulling an engine apart in a car. You know, you just have like ink all over the place. Yeah. And that ink that ink wasn't washing off either. You weren't just no. going in there and just like quickly rub your hands under the soapy no. water. It was like, it was on your hands for like weeks afterwards. Yeah. It was incredible. And you would avoid it as like a printer, I guess. But, you know, yeah. it would be, I would just press harder, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the yeah. manual. Just, uh, yeah. it was basically Braille by the time, by the time I actually <laughs> changed it. Made a great sound. I'll give that. The yeah. typewriter had a That's great true. sound to it. That's the only thing it had going. The bell is very satisfying. The ding and then the shrink. Yeah. Wow, we're old. Yep, we're very, very old. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, okay, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. What happened there? It was planned for me the first time. Oh, it wasn't playing for me. It was for me. Weird, weird. It played for you, Lily, or no? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It played yeah. for me. Oh man, what a day! <laughs> oh man. Yeah, back to the typewriter, JD. All right. yeah. <laughs> Let me get the white out. Uh, okay, quickly rewind this. Uh, I'll I'll just throw a bunch of white out on my screen. Pretend that never happened. White out uh, is a funny product, anyways. Literally, just paint for your paper. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not getting another piece of paper for this whole thing. Let me just paint over it real yeah. quick. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Weird. And you would hand in like a report with like just splotches all over that paper. <laughs> like... What the crap? It looked horrible. Although remember like when whiteout went next level because we had like the little bottles with the little brush like you were yeah. saying. But then it went to like that cool like strip. Like strip. Yeah. Ooh, this is pretty cool. Oh uh, yeah. How that would go on. But then that sometimes like if it started to dry out it wouldn't work. Oh uh, yeah. Well, the bottle stuff would only work really the first couple of times you use it. Otherwise, it would just be all dried up and, and uh, totally. you know, you're trying to be shoving the uh, little stick in there and that. It was, oh, yeah. oh, what a, yeah. man. All right, what do you, uh, what okay, do you got for- kids. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, so, uh, I, I'm a sucker for seeing, like, family members on the Jumbotron talking about a player. We saw it down in the bubble there with the Phoenix Suns when they introduced their team and the mm-hmm. Toronto Raptors did the same. And last night... After Julius Randle was announced as an all-star reserve, his mother had a video message for him, which played at Madison Square Garden. Hi, Julius. Surprise. I just want to say that I love you so much, and I'm so proud of the son and the teammate that you are. Continue to grind and work hard, putting forth great effort for your team. Just continue to work hard, and great things are going to happen for you. Love you. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thought that was was beautiful just seeing Julius there looking up and uh, hearing his mum. So proud, so happy. What a beautiful moment. Um, Didn't the Bulls do something, you know, sort of similar with Zach Levine, right? They had him on a Zoom call or something like that. He he thought he was talking to reporters and Mm -hmm. it was a bunch of family members and friends, right? Wishing him... uh, Congratulations. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They were basically yeah. like, okay, we got a media call here. Yeah. We'll start with some people from Seattle. Oh, got him. It's mm. your parents. They want to come to the casino in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we don't have one. <laughs> Weird. <Yeah. laughs> sort of surprising we don't have a casino in Atlanta, yeah. if I'm being truly honest. Um, but yeah, so congrats to the four time All Stars, right? It's Julius Randle, Zach Levine, Jalen Brown, and Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. I think those are our four guys. Uh, so congrats to that. That's got to be an awesome feeling. That first one of probably many for those guys. 
Good stuff, Lee. Pick them results. Good stuff, Trey. I mean, Skeets. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> I can't track everybody's names today. Who's going first? Uh, yeah, I said good stuff, Skeets, because I was the only one to take the Dallas Mavericks. I just said, you know, I just swerved for the sake of swerving. I didn't want us back-to-back days of everybody having the same uh, pick. Good thing I did, because Mavericks got it done. Celtics were favored by one and a half, uh, so they had to win by two. And uh, in the end, Dallas got the uh, victory. That's a money line hit. So I'm 11 and six. Everybody else takes the L. Very close. I'm, I'm in the clear. I'm good. I don't think anybody can catch me because we're running out of time here in February. So I should be fine. But Trey's seven and ten, Tass is eight and nine, and Lee's nine and eight. So all three of you guys could still technically finish last, and we could have a tie, of course, too. That's always exciting. Uh, when we have multiple people having to pay it off. But tonight's game that we're picking from is the Lakers in Utah taking on the Jazz. Uh, Obviously, the Lakers are on a bit of a slide here. Jazz are hot. Favored by eight and a half against the defending champions in the Lakers. Yes, the Jazz are favored by minus eight and a half, so they got to win by nine or more. Let's go first to Lee, and then we'll go Tass, and then then to uh, Trey. So, Lee, you're up first. Oh, yeah, it's uh, a... Big old juicy line there for the Jazz against the Lakers, but uh, I think they've been playing well enough. I'd take the Jazz to win by nine. Okay, Jazz by nine. Let's find out who Tass has. LeBron James is an eight and a half point dog. I don't care that they don't have Anthony Davis or Dennis Schroeder. That's very important. They've lost three in a row. That's only going to rev them up a little bit more. They can't lose by nine to the Jazz. Give me L.A. Okay, there's uh, Tassie going with the Lakers. By the way, I'll take the Jazz as well. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I'll I'll ride that hot streak. Trey, you going uh, with Tass or with us, Lily and I? I'll swerve. I'll swerve on Tass. Got to try and pick up a game here, so that means I'm going with the Jazz. Okay. Is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Jazz by nine. I Jazz do like his reasoning. Nine. Unfortunately, I like his reasoning for the Lakers, but I got to swerve. Got to okay. do it. Okay. Well, good luck to uh, to everybody. Tass, the only one taking the Lakers as the dogs, the big dogs, as he said. Okay. That was a lot of fun. We talked a lot about typewriters and uh, old whiteout. I mean, I just realized people... <laughs> People watching this, listening to this, like younger people, no clue what we're talking about. None. Like, why would you ever know what Whiteout is? Like, it's crazy. Um, But it was a thing. It was a product. Look it up. Uh, And that was a really lot of fun talking all-star snubs and doing our all-star mock draft. Let us know, by the way, who's got the better team. LeBron, Lili, or KD, TK, our man Trey Kirby. Uh, Who drafted better? Who would win that game? Let us know in the comments, and we'll get a poll up as well. Email us your NBA questions for the next Beach Step and Podcast. No dunks at theathletic.com. Stepping on the beach later today, again, probably around 3.30 p.m. Eastern. That might change a little bit, but it'll be a little later than our normal time of 3 p.m. Oh, by the way, a couple bangers up on our YouTube channel yesterday. Trey, another seven days in the NBA, your weekly recap. Fun, fun series. That's up. Go check that out. And... Sort of out of nowhere, we decided to do a, a new Top Shot Hot Boys. Oh, there's there's the great graphic. I do love that graphic. Looking super hot, those boys. Um, so go check that out as well. We popped uh, some packs that we've been sitting on for like weeks because we, uh, you know, all we believe in is content here at the No Dunks mm-hmm. Classic Factory. So we popped some packs. We uh, actually talked a little bit about it, shared some of our thoughts. We thought Chris Middleton was a lock to make the All-Star crazy, game. Crazy. We were like pumping Middleton moments. Ah. Uh, that he was snubbed. So uh, <laughs> as I told you, don't take our advice when it comes to this stuff. But 
dibs on the next Chris Middleton moment, <laughs> as our man Lee Lee would say. Uh, so go check that out, and please like, comment, subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Share it with your friends. Let's get those numbers up. Let's get those subs up. Grab your No Dunks merch at nodunks.com and subscribe to The Athletic. Guys, $3.99 a month. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks. Check out Tass's What You Need to Know. We'll be back later today with Beach Tempin. We love you guys. Clipper bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, according to the stream team, people still use whiteout at work in 2021. No. Whoa. Brace the new people. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.